Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hello everybody, I'm very happy to be back for another week of How's Your Head? Thank you so much for all the support. Last week's episode was very popular with Jaren, so that was great. I hope that everyone had a listen, checked in with someone that they care about, and just enjoyed the chat overall. I know last week I was talking about how I only have two siblings, and that is true. I only have two siblings, so there's no more siblings. However, today I do have someone who is probably equally as important to me, and that is my BFF forever. Her name is Meg. Now Meg is just a person that does things well. She does life well. When you think of like the most organized human being in the world, this is her. She just knows what to do and how to get it done. If I'm in a struggle, I'm like, Meg, what do I do? And she just, she just knows. She also works in construction for a commercial building company, which as we know, That's a man's world, but she is just absolutely smashing it. She's so good at her job. She's very tell it like it is. So absolutely no bull dust. I don't know how to say that in the the nicest, most appropriate way. So I am very excited for this. I feel like she is going to have a lot of wisdom to share with us. And I'm just excited to have a chat with her. So let's call her and see how she's going. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I shouldn't ask that first. I've got another question to ask you. All right. Wait on me. How's your head, Meg? Uh, it's <laughs> still attached today, which is always a positive. Still attached. That's good. Yeah. I'm surprised it is after the last 24 hours. But Oh, tell me about that. Tell us about the last 24 hours. Um, it's just been really awesome, super relaxing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, I got a very excited call at, uh, six o'clock last night, actually very timely while I was in with my psychologist, um, from my boyfriend, Cal saying that our dog, Myla had gotten out and was missing. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, you know, you know all about that. Yeah, spent just, the night looking for her. Just, you know, wandering the streets, learning our new neighbourhood, you know, frantically searching for the dog. Yeah. So um, s- some yeah. background is you've just moved into a new house as well. And so the dog, yeah. like, doesn't know the area, obviously. And then if you're not from Melbourne or even not from, like, our side of town, we had, like, mm. the most atrocious storms or, like, it was, like, 120-something mil of rain in, like, 
two hours or something up in yeah. the hills. So it was flooding. There was thunder. Like everywhere like is flooded, like next level. And so all of these dogs who are scared of storms have gotten out and Milo yeah. was one of them. Yeah. And, you know, further to Milo not knowing the area, we also don't know anyone here nor yeah. know the area. So we had a really awesome night last night learning. We actually met all of our neighbours, which was really nice. It was actually quite a pleasant experience. But, um, you know, happened under the worst of circumstances, but it's all come good. She, you know, returned mysteriously this morning and all is well. She, she's alive and well. She is alive and well. And we, I honestly, we had no doubt. She's... She's a good little dog. She, she if any dog. of the dogs in our lives were going to survive in the wild, it was going to be Myla, let's be honest. Yeah, it was definitely her. She was either going to sink or swim and she well and truly swam, so. Good on her. Good on her. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of like a stressful situation like that for you, mm-hmm. which obviously the thought of someone or something like being missing is just, mm-hmm. that is just such a crappy feeling. How yeah. do you then manage your stress like today? And like the rest of the week, probably because it's not like yeah. it's just like, oh, she's back, no worries. You're probably gonna have a bit of after stress. How yeah. are you gonna manage that? Like, how do you do that normally? Um, I think I actually was thinking about it today. I feel like I'm one of those people. Like in the moment, I usually can handle stress really well. Like last night, I was really solid, especially because Myla isn't really technically my dog. She's Cal's. Yeah. So I feel like I can really like internalize. I'm can manage a situation really well but then I do really struggle in the days afterwards with like the come down almost I think that's probably the only way to describe it like I almost get more anxious and stressed in the days after the stressful situation than I do in the actual moment do you think that's because you like overthink it afterwards or it gives you like a minute to be like oh process what's happened and then you freak out it must be yeah I don't really know but I think like what I'm trying to focus on doing lately because as I mentioned I do see a psychologist because I have struggled with anxiety for many years now um but a lot of it's just focusing on like recognizing how I'm physically feeling because a lot of what I've learned speaking to my therapist is that you need to sort of recognize the physical symptoms and try and manage those first so that you can sort of process your emotions accordingly because say a lot with mine like I get you know my heart rate increases and I feel like I can't breathe and and it's not like a panic attack that extent I guess but I think like exercising is a really good way for me to sort of like get that energy out and focus on I guess de-stressing it for the most part yeah I think that's sort of the easiest way I can explain it. Sorry if that was kind of confusing. No, that's good. That's good. So, like, focusing on the physical side of things is so interesting as well because I feel like, I mean, I know something a lot of professionals, I'll say, say is, like, focus on the breath, focus on this, focus on that, or, like, try and calm your mind. But it's, like, you can't calm your mind if your heart's racing a million miles per hour and you oh stroke a million miles per hour (laughs) and you're you know you're sweating and you're like just you know I mean anyone who's experienced anxiety will understand that feeling totally what are some other things that you do like besides exercise sorry to cut you off no 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 stress I 
journal a lot and I have for many years now I like to sort of write down especially after say like a big situation I find it really interesting to try and like write down how I like what I interpreted the experience as being because reading back on it's usually like the actual physical events I just describe what happened and then it's always like oh I felt this way and I felt that way I can kind of I guess think about it a little bit clearer once I've gotten it off my chest almost um and then other ways I guess I just like to relax I guess that's probably the easiest way to describe it watch TikToks yes I don't want to say that but I guess that's probably the long and short (laughs) of it (laughs) oh my god um yeah no I find like I because I work a very I guess high intensity job a lot of the time I like to come home and just like cut myself off from society like I don't want to be on my phone and I'm trying to sort of stop the daily stresses from following me home a little bit I guess that's probably the easiest way I can describe it because it's very easy I guess anyone with an office job will understand that it is so easy to just continue to check your phone and continue to reply to emails like that you really have to learn where the boundary is and that's what I've been trying to implement over the last couple of years because I found that my job was just 24-7 and I was never, sh- like, shutting off. So yeah, that's been something that I've really tried to focus on yeah. um, in the last few years, I guess. Yeah, It's funny because I, like, did an intro just, just before. I always do the intro before I call. And mm-hmm. I was talking about how good you are at your job <laughs> and how, like, if I need things done... I'll call you because I feel like you like are so organized and you like just know what to do all the time. And I feel like with even the situation last night, like the dog's missing. Like, I just know you're the one calling the vets. You're the one calling the council. You're the one doing like you're getting everyone all hands on deck. Do you ever feel like that contributes to maybe the feeling of like people need you in the moment and then afterwards, like you have that reaction afterwards because you kind of have to be on for everyone else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I yeah. do. I um, That seemed like a huge part of what I've had to try and work through because I'm very much a people pleaser and especially in, like, moments of crisis, I love to be the one that helps and it's just a part of me now, I guess. Like, I, you know, and I, I subconsciously do it now. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, a lot of the time it is that, sort of like afterwards after I've you know helped as many people as I can and you know done everything I can possibly do in a situation to help it is that sort of like like sit down and you sort of you've called everyone you texted everyone you've done a million things and then you know especially say with a situation like last night we went to bed and she still wasn't back and you almost don't get like that resolution like I I couldn't even really relax last night because she still wasn't back so like it's not even if the I got to sort of be relieved by that stress. And I think it wasn't until today when I was at work when we found out that she was with someone, she was all good, that I almost had that reaction, like, at work. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's home and all is well. And then, like, I was in the middle of my work day, like, lightly having a bit of a meltdown because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, everything's okay and I don't have to worry anymore. But yeah. then it's, you then almost have the, like, today's situation was the worst because I was then at work and I was like, okay, well, this isn't a great spot to, like, all of a sudden be stressing about everything. So, yeah. you know, you just sort of have to learn how to cope with that. That's really, that's really hard too because I feel like that's just, like, also a lot of pressure on mm. you to, like, keep it together and 
I think a lot of people will relate to that people-pleasing. I have spoken a lot about this year being the year. I remember like a few years ago, I was like, I'm going to say yes to everything. And I had like a yes man year where any event, anything, like I was just saying yes. It was like back in my uni days, I was going here, I was doing this. Like whatever it was, I said yes. And then now I feel like that built like a bad habit of me feeling so terrible for for saying no that I've used this year as my no year. And it's so true though. Like yeah. I totally agree. Like especially with COVID, right? We got so used to not doing anything. Yeah. And I even realised how much I overcommitted myself for this year. Like in last year, in the depths of lockdown, I like sporadically bought concert tickets for like five concerts for people that I don't even like now or like listen to. Yeah. So now I'm like a year down the track, and I, I exact same mentality. I was like, yes, man, yes, man, like. Woohoo, I love everything. And now I'm like, I actually am really tired and I have a very busy work life and a very busy social life and I've already pre-committed to all this extra stuff. Like, I, I agree, I'm becoming the no man. <laughs> you sort of have to learn your limits a little bit because I get to the point where I'm like, so even last weekend, I had three events on in the same weekend and one of those events was moving house. Like, I'm a fool. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to learn my limits, like, uh, it's it's hard though you don't want to ever disappoint people and that's where I struggle with that like saying no I always feel like I'm letting someone down yeah and it's one of those things where it's like if you just said like I always say yes and then sometimes I'll realize I've got like two things on and I'm like I just can't make it but then I'll just make like a dumb excuse instead of actually just being like I don't want to or I can't or I stuffed up and I double book myself like I always just like feel my instinct is to be like okay say something like gentle Whereas yeah. if that was – if I was on the receiving end, I'd rather someone just be like, I'm too tired and I can't be fucked. Oh, bothered. Oh <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't swear, sorry. No, totally though. Like, and I am much the same, but I do the exact same thing as you. I feel like we've honestly even done it to each other. Like, yeah, absolutely. I have a really important appointment that I really can't miss. <laughs> so and then sorry. One of us, like, sends each other a TikTok at the same time that we're supposed to be at that really important appointment and they're like, are you home? No. <laughs> I know, but that's real friendship because at least, like, we can we get it. It's okay. <laughs> it's because we're both doing the same thing. We're both like, yeah, we totally want to go, but both of us are like... <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Oh, at least we can just hang out and do literally nothing. That's that's True. nice. <laughs> it is nice. And it is something that, especially coming into, like, the busiest time of the year, I feel like we need to be better at. Yeah. I feel like listening to us talk about that just then, I'm like, geez, are we just getting old? Like, is this just, like, is this what uh, your mid-20s is? <laughs> I actually think that too sometimes, though, because, like, say with my sisters, right, I've got two younger sisters, and they – Sometimes they're just way more excited to do things than I am. And they're like, why not? Like, let's go out two nights in a row. I'm like, two nights in a row sounds actually atrocious. But then I'm like, is it because I'm tired or is it because I'm getting old and I just cannot be bothered? (laughs) I tell you what, though, it's also, I think being in a relationship is a massive part of it because there is so many things I'm invited to or, like, we've got plans for something. And I'm like, all I want to do is sit on the couch with Stratos and my dogs and, like, watch a horror movie like that is oh it. my gosh <laughs> absolutely and I think as well because say you'll you'll get this right like me and Cal both work in construction yeah Stratos also works in construction you work with the longest hours in the world 
honestly, I see my co-workers 110% more than I ever see my actual boyfriend. Yeah. So we get that four minutes on the couch at night together. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm there. Like, it's you have to sort of hold on to those moments as much as you can because they are really fleeting. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very helpful for those who don't know that actually I'm going to, I'm Cupid in this and I don't think I've ever taken enough credit for it, but Meg and I have been best friends since we were three and grew up together. Cal and Stratos, our partners have known each other since, I think they're about 11 and they've been best friends since then. Which like just quietly is way less than us. Yeah, way less. So we're, we're honestly, we're the better couple, um, me and you. But they, Meg and Callum are now dating. And I don't know if anyone else when they were young was like, oh, my God, you just want your best friend and then your boyfriend's best friend to, like, be in love. And that's what we've got. And it's just I'm putting that on my what I'm grateful for today. Thanks. Tick. Hell, yeah, I'll take that. (laughs) Well, just quietly, Monica, I secretly was there for your and Stratos's commencement of relationship also. So I guess we we can say that we're very much in the same boat. We did. We we held each other out. That's good. That's that's friendship. I definitely didn't cupid you as much as you cupided Cal and I, though. It was a real, like... It was three hangouts and then we realised that we were well and truly getting set up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't hard, to be honest. It wasn't hard. No. No, exactly. <laughs> Love comes easy, Monica. Love Just comes easy. <laughs> um, all right. I've got a question for you. This is one I haven't asked before. But I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. When was the last time that the world showed you kindness? I guess, like, I know this might sound really, this is going to sound a really, like, superficial response, but I guess it's sort of got an underlying message to it. <laughs> Go on. Um, at work, I actually got given, well, I got, I guess, semi-invited to a lunch. Um, you actually know about this because your cousin actually served me at said lunch. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. But I, I wasn't invited to this work lunch, and I... Um, randomly got sent it by my boss actually and he said oh I can't attend this lunch but I think it'd be you know something really nice for you you know a good break in the middle of the day sort of thing and these are sort of far and few between and I guess it in my eyes it was a little bit of kindness like even when I was at lunch usually I don't I don't like going for lunches during my work day because I get nervous if I am away longer than I should be not that I have strict lunch times or anything but I um even when I was there, my boss sent me a text and was like, "Have a couple of extra drinks, like stay as long as you want, sort of thing. Like really enjoy it." And in my mind, I was like, "That is so nice. Like it's nice to have someone recognise that you work really hard and be given something that they really could have just a either have gone to or b just fobbed off to someone else." Yeah, and it was. I just felt very appreciative to have someone sort of recognise that I maybe deserved a bit of a nice lunch. You know. <laughs> Oh, that is so lovely. How good's that? I find that interesting as well. Like I asked Jaren, not I don't even know if it's a similar question, but I asked him what he was most proud of and he also said it was his boss giving him feedback that was positive and he was really yeah. proud of himself. So it's like same oh gosh, like so same pride in your work where it's something, you know, 
it's your oh. boss recognizing that you are working bloody hard and he's Absolutely. been like have a couple extra bevs on me and also a stunning lunch at Voodamond. Shout out. Oh my gosh. I know I was gonna say just quietly at Voodamond, which was delicious, honestly. I've never been more out of my element in my life, but it was very enjoyable and it was just one of those moments where I was like, I actually am it was a sort of I guess both sides of it. I was very proud of myself for getting to that point as well and having someone recognise, okay, you work very hard, you deserve this sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't yeah. that such a nice feeling? That's so lovely. It is, yeah. All right. Great question, Mom. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I thought of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I've got the question. The final question, of course, before I do these episodes, I always ask people if they feel comfortable coming on. I never just cold call people because I think that that is, that is stressful. Now, as soon as I asked Meg, she goes, yes, and I've looked for my song. So I can't not ask this question anymore. So Meg, if you were feeling sad, you're on the floor, you're not having a good time and you need one song. Or two or three, because let's be honest, there's been a whole different amount of people can't pick. What song is getting you up dancing? All right. Now, I feel like just quietly you could probably answer this for me. Um, yeah, because that'd be a good I think it's really become a part of my personality. I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately, but people tend to know now if you hang out with us regularly when we drink that if you put this song on i will very likely make a large scene and sing the whole song obnoxiously to everyone and <laughs> and that is girls in the hood by megan Thee girls in the hood maybe i'll i don't know if it's a if i can legally put it in here but i will if i can i was gonna oh, say probably not the, the most violently inappropriate song in the world, but <laughs> It is the biggest, like, hype-up song I have ever heard in my entire life. Like, when I'm feeling like I'm not hot shit and I'm sad and I'm, you know, like, life isn't too good and I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling real sad and down. Put that song on and I'm like, I am there. Honestly. Like, it brings me straight back up. That's so good. That's a bit of girl power, isn't it? I love those songs where you're like, absolutely, I'm back. I'm here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Totally. Like, I listen to it on the way to work in the morning, and I'm like, I can literally do anything. <laughs> well, shout out to Megan The Stallion if you're listening. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, Megan The Stallion, for constantly hyping me up, and also shout out for having the same name. Oh, my God. So true. So true. So true. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for coming on, having a little chat oh with me. I love you very much. Thanks for much. having me. I love you. Thanks for having me. I feel deeply honoured. As I said when you texted me, even though you were like, you don't have to come on today because <laughs> you've had a horrendous day, I feel honoured regardless. And you've picked me up like the most mentally capacitating day of my life. So, <laughs> Okay, so good work, that. good work. We got you in a, in a fresh, fresh time. <laughs> you got me in the deeply vulnerable state. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, see ya. Thanks, Sean. Love you, bye. Hey, team. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow, or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks, guys. See you later.